Welcome to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Come dive into today's episode, sponsored by the Patriotic Mermaid. Hello, everybody. You're listening to and watching Wake Up with Patty, and I'm your host, Patty Catter. Today, I have Gregory Gadsden with me. I am really excited about that. Everybody knows Gregory if you're in the military community, but those civilians out there, you will know him by his movie role in Battleship. So, Gregory, welcome to the show. Thank you, Patty. It's welcome. Um, it's a pleasure to be here today with you today. Thank you. Thank you. Could you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about where you grew up, a little bit about your childhood? Oh, sure. So um, I was actually uh, born in Oklahoma City in uh, February of 1966. And um, my parents were still in college. And so we lived in, I was in D.C. and in uh, upstate New York, around the Buffalo, Rochester area. But the place I call home is Chesapeake, Virginia. It's, it's I was there in Chesapeake from uh, 6th grade through through 12th grade. So I kind of, um, that is the place I call home. Um, I, so I, I did move quite a bit as a child. And, and so um, never knew I'd end up being in the military, but uh, maybe that uh, ended up um, being one of the things that um, I guess allowed me to kind of stay in the military. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, it. I kind of prepped you for that moving around thing. <laughs> right, right. It sure did. I uh, went to the United States Military Academy at, at West Point. Um, again, never having any uh, thoughts about uh, serving the military. I was actually recruited to play football. And I, the number one thing that I wanted to do was, was to play college football at the highest level. Division 1A, it was called back then. I guess it's called FBS now, but I wanted to. I wanted to play. I wanted to play college football at the highest levels, and then I wanted to play pro football. Wow. Well, the problem was I was probably about 175 pounds my senior in high school, and I was playing inside linebacker, and, and nobody was knocking on my door. And and, uh, and West Point uh, was the only were the only folks that were willing to give me a chance to play football at the highest level. So I said, I'm in. And. Uh, and that was solely and solely the only reason that I, I went there. Now, in the back of my mind, I, I knew I would, uh, I would get a good education, which my parents, uh, um, both college graduates, my mother was a teacher, had, had instilled in me. And I didn't think that was going to be a bad deal. And I knew I was going to have a job when I graduated. But I never, never imagined um, uh, making a military career. In fact, I thought I would... Um, after I knew I wasn't going to play pro football, that I, I still loved the game and I was going to be a high school or college coach and, you know, just be a part of the game. So you must have had pretty good grades in high school. Yeah, pretty good, um, but not the best because uh, I didn't do my best in high school. And, and actually, because of that, um, I actually went to the West Point Prep School. So I was enlisted in the Army for my first year. Stationed at Fort Monmouth, um, where the uh, where all in all the academies have uh, prep schools, but I went to a prep school to, to work on my uh, on on my math and English and, and improve my uh, my college uh, board scores. Hmm. So, what made you decide that you wanted to be an officer instead of enlisted? Because some you know 
some people who aren't very educated or they have a really hard time. I know like I struggled in math. I probably would never have been able to be an officer. Um, (laughs) But how, how did you decide that you wanted to become an officer? Well, that, that's part of graduating from West Point. So I didn't, you know, graduating from West Point, I was commissioned officer. Uh, you give me too much credit to, to think that I, uh, that I chose one or the other. Um, I, I enlisted because I needed to enlist to go to the prep school to prepare me to go to West Point. I graduated from West Point and I was commissioned second lieutenant. So nothing. And nothing um, more benign than that. that I got a chance to play four years of college football. I graduated on time and I was commissioned. That's really interesting because I didn't know you could really go to a prep school first. That's kind of encouraging because I speak with a lot of young people who are interested in joining the military and they either think that they have to go in straight away, you know, enlisted 11 Bravo or, or uh, you know, uh, infantry. Um, but they, I didn't know that they could actually help, you know, help you with your. Well, if you were, if you were interested in going to a service academy, if you were, you know, essentially qualified, but maybe there's something that they wanted you to strengthen to make sure you're going to be successful when you got there, then that's the folks that they they divert to the prep school. Well, that's neat. All right. So um, you played football with the army, or no? Well, I played, so West Point and Army are the same thing. Army football, Army Navy game, um, those are tied to the service academy, the Army Air Force, if you will. Once I was commissioned, that was the rest, uh, once I graduated, that was the, my football was done. Uh, <laughs> my football career was done. And, and uh, I was commissioned as a field artillery officer and, uh, you know, go big guns and and um, in, and I began to, you know, work my way up through the, the, the positions of responsibility and ranks as I, as I got um, as I got more experience. And work you did, you made it all the way to lieutenant colonel, right? Um, actually, I made it to colonel. So wow! Uh, so I was I was wounded as a lieutenant colonel. Um, I I actually kind of fought to stay on active duty and was approved to stay on active duty, and uh, and eventually I was pr- actually promoted. Uh, from lieutenant colonel to colonel. So I retired as a full colonel. Good for you. You don't know how bad I want to cheer about that right now. (laughs) That's amazing because not, I mean, they did not just keep any wounded veteran or any wounded um, soldier in the military then um, because that that was in 2007 you were wounded. Um, Right. So there's a program called uh, Continuation of Active Duty. So you um, allows you allow someone that has had injuries or being wounded to make a case that they could continue to serve, even though they were not, uh, as you say, the word I say, loosely fit. Mm-hmm. Um, because of my injuries, I was found unfit, but I made a case or made the argument um, that I uh, could still contribute. And uh, I was very blessed uh, that the uh, Army allowed me to stay. Wow, that's awesome. Um, so when you retired, um, I am assuming it was when you retired, you decided, I mean, did you just decide out of the blue, gee, I want to, I want to be an actor now. How did this come about? Well, actually, um, the, the acting part, uh, I was still, so I didn't retire until 2014, September. Oh, wow. In fact, uh, 
on September 30th of this month would be exactly six years that I've been retired. Um, so um, when I filmed Battleship, I was still an active duty. I was an active duty Lieutenant Colonel. So, so uh, I'll, uh, let me, I have to go to the, a little bit of a, a side story, a detour. Um, I had, uh, I had, when I was wounded and was recovering, I, I had so many family and friends from, I mean, really going back to uh, high school that came um, and I, I, I say just cushioned the blow of, of, uh, of my injuries. I, I literally had a steady stream for months of people visiting me that I didn't really have um, a, a chance to concentrate on uh, or focus on, you know, what had happened to me. Um, many of my friends at college football, their teammates uh, visited me. Um, uh, one, uh, Mike Sullivan, was a, was a wide receivers coach for the New York Giants. And, uh, and I don't know if you recall this part of my, my journey, but um, I was able to speak to the New York Giants and share, share some of my lessons in life and perspectives on life. And, and, and uh, it was at a time when they hadn't, they, their season didn't start out as they uh, had hoped it did. And, and I guess the message that I share, they, they give me loose credit to help them, uh, uh, turn their season around that it, it did. Ultimately, they would win the Super Bowl that year when they beat the 18-0 New England Patriots in Super Bowl 42. Well, the Giants, again, uh, uh, give me way too much credit, but um, uh, that sort of put me uh, in a national spotlight, and, and I began um, a, a, a second career of actually being a public speaker. Well, Peter Berg, the director of the movie, uh, is a New York Giants fan and a New Yorker himself. And because of my relationship with the Giants, he um, uh, asked me to be in his movie. Well, I was still in active duty. I was finishing up my War College Fellowship, getting ready to assume duties as the director of the Army, United States Army Wounded Warrior Program. Um, I was kind of mixed um, about whether I could should do it or whether I could do it. And I almost, I remember just thinking, and uh, this will be over with. And, and the Army actually agreed to let me do it. <laughs> so I, um, they said they would let me do it on permissive TDY. If I did it on permissive TDY, then the studio couldn't pay me. <laughs> Or if I took my own personal leave to do it, then they could pay me. So guess what? I took my personal leave. Yes. I was actually serving as the director of the Army Wounded Warrior Program, AW2. And so I was literally flying back between. I made three ground trips to Hawaii, one to Baton Rouge, one to San Antonio to, to do my film. I probably had close to two months of set time in between. Uh, my duties as a director of AW2. That is amazing. That is so fun. Nobody's going to tell you no. I mean, not even the Army. Nobody's going to tell you no. I've heard you speak. You're an excellent public speaker. And you're just so encouraging and motivating. It's no wonder that the Giants were winning. <laughs> Thank so, you. Yeah, you're just awesome. So um, what's next for you? What are you doing? Well, um, during that journey I just talked about, um, uh, on the advisement of uh, 
of an army lawyer because I started to speak. They they uh, recommended that I do it under uh, a company. So I actually created my LL, uh, my company called Patriot Strategies LLC as a as a as a small company. I chose Patriot ironically because Patriot was my call sign. Uh, when I was a battalion commander, when I was wounded, and I chose strategies because I wanted a, a sufficiently vague word that wouldn't pigeonhole me into one thing or another because I didn't really know what I was going to do. Um, so, you know, the proverbial question when you retire, what are you going to do when you grow up? Um, I didn't quite know exactly what I wanted to do, um, but I wanted the flexibility to control my life. Uh, being able to decide what I supported and what I didn't support. And yes. I felt honestly, um, the only way for me to do that was to do that through my company. So now I'm in charge of myself. Uh, I took on a, a partner, uh, a good friend of mine, Kurt Gutierrez, who had some private sector and company experience and running a company and, and leading a company. And so he, he and I formed a partnership and and so now um, uh, Patriot Strategies uh, is a government service provider. We're doing uh, work primarily with the Department of Defense, but, but other um, parts of the government as well. We're small, um, a small company, uh, a jack of all trades, maybe a master at a couple, but, but really just, uh, just seeking out, out, um, you know, relationships and, and opportunities as an entrepreneur. Um, so that I can have the flexibility of, in my life to be able to do this, you know, be here, um, you know, uh, share my life, share my perspective, my perspectives and experience instead of behind uh, someone else's desk. Not that there's something wrong with that, but, you know, I, I did that for 26 years. I and, hear you. Uh, I just wanted the, the freedom to, to be able to, to, to be me. And, and so um, I'm very blessed. To have a have a partner, have a relationship, have a company that, um, that and have opportunities to be able to continue to, to do well. Mm-hmm. I love that. A lot of my listeners, they're entrepreneurs and they're they own their own businesses, and it's the same thing. Uh, a lot of us have either worked or volunteered at different nonprofits, and we've done this or that, and um, it's just nice to be in control of your own voice, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. That's right. And it's funny because I keep thinking of your business and all I can think of is um, one of the listeners that I have, he said that he couldn't get the picture of you. Like, I guess you beat up an alien in the movie and he couldn't get that picture out of his head. So now all I keep thinking is your business is fighting aliens for Trump or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, it, where can people find you on social media if they want to have you speak at an event? Well, you found me through Facebook. Um, I'm a, I, I have a, a Twitter account that's uh, I am Greg Gatson, um, Facebook, Gregory Dimitri Gatson, Instagram, Gregory underscore 98. Um, if you Google my name, there's uh, several speakers bureaus that you can, you can connect with me through, whether it's uh, leading authorities or Washington Speakers Bureau or, or American Program Bureau you know, or just emailing me. Um, so, you know, I don't have, a, a lot of people have encouraged me to get a website and I am of a generation that's probably not so social media, uh, even LinkedIn. And so people find me through any of those forms that I uh, have found. And, 
I really don't want a website because then you got to keep it up to date. A generation. You can't be much older than me if you are older than me. <laughs> I have again, a last name. <laughs> I guarantee you I'm older. I'm 54. Oh, not, you're not much older than me. You're younger than my husband. <laughs> oh. So you're not, yeah. there's okay, not much well, of an well, age difference. Look, look great. You're doing something great. I was thinking you're in your 30s. So oh, cool. gosh. I love you. <laughs> I am now totally your biggest fan. <laughs> uh, um, also, if you're listening out there, I would be happy to connect you with Gregory. I don't promise that he'll respond if you're crazy, but um, if you're not crazy, I'll definitely, I think that he would respond. He's great. Well, look, it's a deal. If you, if you, if you, um, you sort them out, I'll leave them. There you, you go. I'm good That's at right. sorting them out. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm really glad that I was able to get to know you better. And I know my listeners are going to love this because um, there was a lot of information I didn't know. And it's encouraging that um, you made the transition and you had a big obstacle. Um, I mean, it being an amputee, that had to be a whole, I mean, that's a whole nother series of podcasts probably. Um, so how are you doing today? Do you feel? Um, I'm doing great. I, I know we were talking uh, before we got started here this afternoon, but you know, um, you know, I, I, I I've kind of, I try to keep my life simple. Um, I say for me, it's about um, it's about being present, um, you know. And I mean, and when I say present, it's not worried about the past. It's not living a day that we're not promised. Um, I, I just want to be my best self and and uh, stay in the moment, enjoy the journey. And, and you're part of that journey. That's what I mean. I'm not. I don't spend a lot of time evaluating whether something is is good or. Or worth my time, you, you know. It, it fit. I, you asked if I could be there. I told you. I looked at your calendar, and we, look, I'm in New Hampshire. I'm in Manchester, New Hampshire, um, right now. So, sure. and, and I and I made time. I'm doing something up here. And I made time. I told them I, I got a podcast from 1515 to 1600. We fit in, the, and and so we're able to do. Um, I, I always believe in. You know, don't ask, don't, don't ask why can I ask yourself how you can do. And you know what? We have the rest of our lives to do and then it's gone. And so, um, you know, what opportunities do you let pass by because you don't want to take the effort? And so I just try to be my best self. It's a long, uh, too, too long a way to say that. And, and then if I, if I can be present, I can be my best self and I can be at peace. I don't have to worry about what if. And, um, that's the place that I try to reside and um, and uh, and and just be myself, be kind. You know, we, we spend a lot of time, you know, hating and talking about our differences in the, in the world and, and uh, you know, loving is free. You know, it, it takes energy to hate. It doesn't take anything to give and love. And, uh, that you know, is so true. Yeah. And you are just a sweetheart. I do remember when I met you and you were just so kind and so nice. And, um, I told you before the show, you know, um, I, I was trying to think of somebody I would like to have on the show and I'm always trying to find people who are kind and who have something, uh, of value to give our listeners. And 
something that people can carry with them. And obviously you made an impact on me when I did meet you and I did carry that with me. And so I'm certain that anybody listening to this show, they're going to find value in what you have to say. And I appreciate your time. And I know all of my listeners appreciate you so much. And I look forward to continuing to watch you grow as an individual and maybe be in the movies again. (laughs) Well, thank you, Patty. And look, you know, uh, I I say we're here today. I'm here on your show because uh, because of what you did, because you reached out. and so um, thank you because um, you, you really, you made the first step. And so we made it happen. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. And again, if you'd like to get a hold of Gregory, please um, feel free to contact me and I can share the links with you. And I'll go ahead and we'll make sure that we have the links in my show notes. So if you're listening to the podcast, you can go into the notes and see that. And Amazon TV, um, we'll put the show notes in the, on the screen for you. So. Thank you all again. And thank you, Gregory, so much for your time. You bet, Patty. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Be sure to visit www.pattycatter.com for the latest articles, podcasts, and swag. 